Hey friends, we're in Nehemiah chapter 5 today, and we see a great model of leadership and the power of God to change people's lives, but particularly, we get the lesson of practical, down-to-earth love, and that's always the test of our hearts from time to time. Will we actually love God by loving others? So here's the problem. The rebuilding of the wall is stopped because of social crisis. You remember in chapter four, the enemies of Nehemiah tried to get him to stop building the wall, pressure from outside. But now the devil does his typical tactics where he moves inside. And that's his greatest tool, to move inside the church, to cause division, to cause lack of love. So we read in Nehemiah chapter verse 1. Now the men and their wives raised an outcry against their fellow Jews. See, it's Jews against Jews within the church. Some were saying, we and our sons and daughters are numerous, and in order for us to eat and stay alive, we must get grain. The others were saying, we are mortgaging our fields and vineyards and our homes to get grain during the famine. Still others were saying, we have had to borrow money to pay the king's taxes on our fields and our vineyards, although we are of the same flesh and blood as our fellow Jews, and though our children are as good as theirs, we have to subject, subject our sons and daughters to slavery. Some of our daughters have already been enslaved, but we are powerless because our fields and our vineyards now belong to others. So there's always shrewd people outside the church and inside the church who see a way to make money on the needs of others, on the hardship of others. And that was happening among the Jews. Some Jews having money and they choosing to loan money to their fellow Jews, but exacting a high price, and it's estimated it was about 12% interest rate that was so high they had to give up their lands to these wealthier Jews, and in some cases sell their daughters into slavery. So when Nehemiah hears this in verse 6, he hears their outcry, and he's very angry at the situation because it's unjust. So he says, I ponder them in my mind, and I accuse the nobles and officials, the wealthier Jews, and I told them, you are charging your own people interest. So I called together a large meeting to deal with them and said, as far as possible, we have bought back our fellow Jews who were sold to the Gentiles. Now you are selling your own people only for them to be sold back to us. And they kept quiet because they, they, there was nothing to say. So he continued, verse 9, what you are doing is not right. Shouldn't you walk fearing God and uh, in to avoid the reproach of the Gentile enemies. So the Gentiles are going to see this unjust behavior, and they're going to say, is that what really God is like? 
There's a similar situation, not exact, of course, in, in Acts chapter 7, where uh, you have this outcry of uh, Jewish, of Greek orientation, crying out that they're not as getting as much food as the Jews in Jerusalem, as they gather together as the church. And the church has to solve that situation as well. Even in our own church, I remember back in the recession of 92, we, we had a lot of people out of jobs, a lot of people uh, that, that were experiencing ex extreme hardship. And we had to figure out how do we do this thing called church where we love each other, but we're actually not caring for each other's needs. And so we started the quarterly benevolent offering that we still take up to this day. Because love for each other is as vital as the mission of the church, evangelism. In fact, John 17, Jesus' prayer says, how we love one another will set the framework for the evangelism that goes forth. They will see our love and want to know Jesus as well. So the heart of a leader for these matters and the heart of people ends up being revealed in critical times, even times like we're going through right now. But you'll notice to love each other, we have to die to our selfishness. Jesus asks us daily to die to ourselves, to take up our cross and follow him. And sometimes that means being generous with our time that we didn't plan on giving away. Sometimes it means giving away our energy that we didn't plan on. And sometimes, as in this case, it means giving away our money in order to love someone else. So what a powerful lesson. So my question to close with, is God testing your heart? Is God testing my heart? Is there someone that needs the love of Christ and I have the ability to change my behavior and love them? Let's pray. Father, thank you for your faithfulness. Your spirit lives within us. And so now open our eyes to see how we can, in this time, love our brethren the way they had to learn in the book of Acts and the way they had to learn in Nehemiah. Let us learn that lesson today. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. See you guys.